The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Days of Our Lives star Guy Wilson makes his first appearance and getting to know our new Australian neighbors. Today on Soap Central Live. What's happening this week on your favorite soap operas? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, recaps, and interviews with your favorite daytime stars. Now, here's Dan. Hello again, soap fans. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I am your host, Dan Kroll. Welcome to our weekly hour-long discussion of anything and everything soap. We are slowly ticking our way to episode 250. This is number 246 this week, so we will have the big milestone in a couple of weeks. But I'm not going to wait until we hit a magical number to thank everyone for their support. Thank you for 246 amazing episodes. Okay, 245. I'm not entirely sure how this next one is going to go. But thank you so much for your support over the last five years of Soap Central Live here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network and of course, it goes without saying thank you so much for 20 years of amazing support on the SoapCentral.com website. We're not going anywhere. We will continue to be here as long as you welcome us into your home. And speaking of welcoming things into your home, that's a good segue for part of this week's interview. The Australian soap opera, long running, almost 30 years now, Neighbors is finally coming to the U.S. It is available on the Hulu streaming online video service, and we're going to be catching up with some of the stars of that series, Jenna Rosenau and Stefan Dennis, who are going to talk a little bit. I don't know what that means. Look at me trying to do accents. I probably should stick to just speaking English, which I have a hard enough time doing on a regular basis than trying to speak English with accents. But we're going to be talking to some of the stars of Neighbors, wishing them a good day and all of that other good stuff coming up. And, of course, previewing a little bit about what we can expect from that series. Word on the street is that there is a tornado headed to town. So that, of course, is always good soapy drama in goodness. Can't wait to talk about that. And then coming up at the halfway point of this week's show, it is a first-time visitor to Soap Central Live. We always love our first-timers, someone who we've wanted to have on the show for quite some time. From Days of Our Lives, Guy Wilson, who plays the role of Will Horton on the NBC Soap. He will also be taking your calls in addition to chatting with me. We're going to try to take as many of your calls as possible, but keep in mind, you know, it's only an hour show and we have other interview questions and things that have to be asked, but we do want you to partake in the show. 
So if you'd like to queue up on the phone lines, you can call 866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-5788. If for some reason you can't get to the phone, if you're at work and you know don't want the boss knowing that you're making phone calls on company time, or if you are shy and don't want to call in, you can still take part in the show on social media. Follow us on Twitter at Soap Central. You can tweet your questions there. Use the hashtag Soap Central Live so that I can find them easily. And if you are on Facebook, you can go to facebook.com slash Soap Central and look for the live thread on that page. Post your questions and comments there as well. I'm going to do my best to get to as many as possible. Maybe mush them all together into a smushed question and try to get you the answers that you're looking for. But before we get to Guy, let's go down under to talk about the Australian soap Neighbors. As I said just a couple of moments ago, they are getting ready to celebrate their 30th anniversary in 2015. But up until now, most that U.S. audiences knew about Neighbors was that it gave us Natalie Imbruglia and Kylie Minogue, among other notable names. So now that the series is available on Hulu at Hulu.com for streaming online viewing on demand, I thought it was a really good time to meet some of the stars and find out more about the series, find out more about what U.S. fans can expect because this is not, it's not soapy in the sense of what we're used to on American soaps, but it's great drama. My friend Richard Sims may have his own opinion of the opening credits, but that aside, it's a solid series. I hope that you can all check it out. As I said, go to Hulu.com and watch Neighbors. But in the meantime, we're going to talk about, well, what else? Food for a brief moment in time with star Jenna Rosenau. And then also talk to Stefan Dennis, who's been with the show since the beginning, although he took a little bit of a break. Because of the time difference, we did pre-record this segment. So let's take a listen now to my interview with Jenna Rosenau and Stefan Dennis of Neighbors. Hey, Jenna, how are you? Good, thanks, Dan. How are you? I am wonderful. Are you uh, ready to take a couple of moments to chat about all the excitement about you guys coming to the States? Yeah, absolutely. So, Jenna, it has been 29 years since Neighbors first went on the air, and now for the first time you guys are here in the States on Hulu. So I guess welcome to America. Thank you. (laughs) And I was poking around on Twitter, and I guess saying welcome to America is not entirely correct because you just left here. You were here in an Uber, I believe I read somewhere on Twitter. No, yeah, I've been to I've been to America a few times. So I was uh, I was there in in January this year. Where did you have the opportunity to go? Um, just in LA. It's never just LA. LA is a, a place unlike itself. That's very true. That's very true. I do love it over there. So while you were here, or maybe even before then, were you able to know anything about our soaps here in the U.S.? Or, you know, is that still something that's a a bit of a foreign concept, if you'll pardon the term? That is a little bit of a foreign concept. I don't know too much about the soaps over there. Okay, so then what we're going to do, since I have a feeling that a lot of folks here in the States are equally uh, as unfamiliar with Neighbors since it just started, I want to give you the opportunity in 60 seconds or less to tell us the entire history of your character, Amber. Everything that you can in 60 seconds. I'll start the timer if you'd like. Go. Okay, 60 seconds. Um, Bad ex-boyfriend, sex 
tapes, ex-boyfriends being murdered, um, cyberbullying, uh, more bad ex-boyfriends, new bad ex-boyfriends, <laughs> hippie boyfriends, brainwashing, freak weather accidents, quite a few breakups, quite a few getting back together with with boyfriends, family chaos, lost half-sisters. Well, there's. I think that was your 60 seconds. There's quite a bit of bad ex-boyfriends in there. What? Why is she so unlucky in love? She's a very naive, uh, naive character, and I think she just she just wants to find someone to love her. But um, you know, she kind of goes goes about it the wrong way and really finds the wrong type of people and finds herself a bit of a doormat sometimes. Now, when you were sort of giving off that list of things, was that in chronological order, or was that just as it sort of popped into your your memory? That was that was fairly chronological. <laughs> that was that was fairly in order, but there okay. might have been a few things in place. So there's a sex tape and brainwashing. I don't know if uh, where the the Hulu feeds will pick up and what we'll get to see in the past, but this is a whole lot of stuff in the course of what two years. Yeah, two years. Big, uh, big, big storylines. Pretty full on. So it's been. Uh, it's safe to say that it has not been a boring two years for you. Definitely not. Definitely not. I've always been kept on my toes, which is which is always really good. Now here, uh, I'm guessing this is a universal concept, but soap fans really love a good cat fight. And recently on Instagram, you shared a photo that looked like you were having a, a knockdown, drag out fight with one of your co-stars, and it kind of looked like a lot of fun. Yes, it was a lot of fun. That was uh, that was from a, a storyline uh, that should be coming up on uh, on air over there soon. I think um, I was dating a character, and then. A new character came to town, and then I fell in love with him, and so I started a bit of a secret affair, and the the ex-boyfriend, the girl in the cat fight, was his twin sister. <laughs> I'm following along in my head. This The only thing that's interesting about this is that soap fans can follow along with all of these sort of crazy descriptions. I don't know if anyone who doesn't watch soaps can follow it, but that made perfect yeah, sense to me. Perfect. That's, that's probably true. I guess uh, that, that's 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 land. It kind of is. So are those uh, scenes hard to film when you're you're having these hair pulling fights? And I mean, you have to make it look realistic. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, we've got really great stunt coordinators, so they know exactly what they're doing. They kind of you know give us the rundown on what to do and what not to do, and then I guess we just hope that neither of us get hurt. <laughs> Well, that's always a plus. So uh, I guess that sort of leads up, talking about hoping no one gets hurt, to a little bit of a teaser. We're a little bit further behind than you guys are, but I saw on uh, Facebook and YouTube and a whole bunch of different places a teaser for a video. There's a tornado coming, and it looks absolutely amazing. The teaser is incredible, and I'm a little upset that we're a month behind you guys. Yeah, that's that's coming up. I think that's just about to air next week over here. So that should be that should be interesting. I'm really excited to see how those those episodes have panned out. Is this the first uh, sort of big blockbuster storyline in terms of the, the special effects and and all of the extra things that we come to love that you've been involved in since you've been with Neighbors? Since I've been involved, definitely. I don't think um, I don't think I've seen anything 
anything like that. Uh, going back into the history of the yeah. show, I'm not I'll, sure. I'll just jump in here, Dan. Yeah, like, sure. We try to sort of once a year do a big sort of um, storyline spike and it will usually involve, um, in this case it's a nat- um, natural disaster, but we've had plane crashes and car crashes and roofs falling in and all of that sort of thing. So there's always something big like that at least once a year. Well, I saw the photos and as I said... It looks amazing. It's not something that it's been done where, you know, you you sort of have to turn the turn away and and, and give it a little bit of uh, leeway as a soap. It looks really really impressive. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it was a really big night. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to film yeah. though. It was something that I haven't um, experienced before. There was a lot of um, huge rain machines and wind machines, and the, we had to do a, a stunt in the car where it gets uh, ripped around, and you know the roof gets ripped off. So it was it was definitely a lot of a lot of fun to film. Now, segueing slightly from tornadoes and soapy disasters, uh, when I'm not talking about Soaps Jenna, I'm usually eating. I like to eat, and even though this is the first time that we've ever talked, I feel sort of a, a kindred spirit with you because I saw an interview where you did, and you said if you weren't acting, you would want to be a professional food taster. We have to talk about our love of food. What's your favorite food? Oh, that's, that's a really hard question. Um, one of my favorites... I actually can't get over here. I can only have it when I go back to America. I love In-N-Out Burger. <gasps> we only have that. It's only on the West Coast. So it's funny that you mention that. Uh, when I was out in Los Angeles just last month, it's the first place I went straight from the airport. I went to In-N-Out Burger. Yep, that's usually the first place that I go when I get in as well. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Oh, it's very amazing. And it's just a, just a burger and fries, so it's not a, it's not a gourmet meal, but it's it's just something about it that's super tasty. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But apart from that, I guess um, I I, can't, I don't think I could pick a favorite food. I'm a I'm a big foodie. I just I love I love Mexican food, which is always really good in LA as well. Uh, I love you know Japanese Thai food. You know, love good pizza talking about global food and global elements, there's been a lot of global buzz about the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge, but I know that you recently took part in another campaign that brings attention to a very serious issue. It was the Makeup Free Me campaign. Can you tell us a little bit about what the campaign is and why you chose to take part in it? Uh, well, the campaign basically just about promoting you know, a healthy self-image, and I think in an industry like this, it's really, um, it's really hard for people because... You know, people look at, you know, celebrities or, you know, TV personalities on, you know, magazines or on their own um, Instagrams and things like that and kind of look up to, yeah, aspire to looking a certain way and feel like, you know, they have to look a certain way, which I feel is completely wrong. And I guess, you know, especially in magazines, a lot of things are photoshopped. You know, a lot of these these young girls that are looking up to these big celebrities and thinking, "Oh, I wish I could look like that. Why don't I look like that?" They don't even look like that. Like they don't even look like that in real life. You know, we we have we have professional makeup artists and you know hairdressers, you know, making us look a certain way. And then on top of that, we get photoshopped in magazines. No one really even looks like that. So I think it's just a really important campaign to, to make realize that you know you should 
just be happy to to be yourself and not feel the pressure or the need to try and make yourself into something that you're not. So one last bit to the Makeup Free Me campaign. Their slogan is, one kind word can change someone's entire day. I want to give a kind word to you to thank you for taking some time out of your day to chat with me about Neighbors. No problem. Thank you for chatting to us. That was Jenna Rosenau talking about the Australian soap Neighbors, which after 29 and, what, 9 twelfths years is now finally available in the United States for the first time on Hulu. So for those of you out there who may have gotten a Hulu account to watch All My Children and One Life to Live when they were airing online, well, now you have something else that you can use those accounts for. You can watch Neighbors. So go and check it out. But we're not done talking about Neighbors. We're now going to say good day to another one of the stars of the series. This is longtime Neighbors star Stefan Dennis, who was with the show when it started, took a little bit of a break, but he is back now, and he's about to talk about the deliciously evil character he plays on Neighbors. Again, because of the time difference, this interview was pre-recorded, but let's take a bit of a listen to my interview with Stefan Dennis. Hi, it's Dan. How are you? I'm good, Dan. Good, good day to you. Well, uh, thank you so much for taking some time out to chat with me about Neighbors. I'm very excited about this. No, it's good. I'm, I'm excited that you guys have finally got it over there. Well, it, that's what uh, I mean. The, the good point is it's been on the air for 29 years. It's just available here in the States on Hulu. So welcome to America. Thank you very much. <laughs> good to be part of it. So this, since this is our first time ever chatting, I want to do something of like a speed dating session and ask you in 60 seconds or less, tell everybody the entire history of your character so we can get caught up to speed. Oh, okay. Um, started out life as a university student in engineering following in his father's footsteps. Uh, dis- uh, abandoned that much to his father's chagrin and uh, became an airline steward uh, where he met his first wife, um, also managed to have a uh, an illegitimate child during that time as well, which didn't come to the fore for a few years later. Um, he left the airline and started out in business with his uh, aunt from New York uh, who had the Daniels Corporation and Paul became quite ruthless in his ambition and drive to, uh, to build the Robinson Empire, which he now uh, is the head of. Uh, and, and engaging himself and uh, gaining the, uh, the managing directorship of a chain of hotels around the world. Um, he then, um, he's been married five times, he's had eight weddings to five women, uh, all of whom he is not with anymore. Uh, during that time he had one, two, three, four children, uh, f- uh, f- uh, five including the illegitimate one, uh, one of whom is dead, another one who is in a psychiatric psychiatric uh, prison, uh, another one is in America, uh, sorry, both the uh, other two are in America, um, he has recently had his niece, his favourite niece uh, died, she was shot dead, um, we then, uh, his, his nephew has come into the, uh, into the fore now, which is his younger brother's son. Um, who's living with him now, and, and Paul currently, uh, as I say, resides uh, atop his kingdom, if you like, in the penthouse at, uh, in the top of Lassiter's overlooking Erinsborough and his kingdom. So that was <laughs> and, 90s. And, uh, sorry, sorry, 
in amongst all of that, you can't kill him. He's completely indestructible. He's, he's been strangled, shot, pushed off a cliff twice, drowned, uh, lost a leg. Um, uh, just about everything has happened to him, and he's still standing, only on one leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole lot of, uh, of stuff. I mean, I, I gave you more than the 60 seconds. It's about 90 seconds, but even then, that's a whole lot. That's, that's, that's a lot to happen in, in a 29 year span of time. Oh, and that's only, that's only a little tiny bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> you did leave out something that I found on the internet, um, which I'm surprised didn't come up, but maybe it's not true. You know, it's the internet. It says that your character slept with your wife's twin sister. Is this true? Well, yes. Yeah. Um, we, we never quite knew. I think he, he didn't actually sleep with her. He, um, he he sort of canoodled a fair bit, but I don't think they actually got down to the full nitty gritty. Was it by it, choice? It was, enough. was it an? Oops? Oh yeah, it was. It was no. It was by choice, but it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was enough to sort of drive a wedge and and cause some problems. And pushed off a cliff twice because once wasn't enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's see if we can do it again. Hey, yeah. third time's the charm. Well, maybe not. Don't say that. Third time's the charm. Well, it's funny because I, I've, I've been pushed off a cliff. Well, I actually fell off a cliff once and then pushed off a cliff a second time. And I've actually been pushed off a balcony. When I say me, my character has been pushed off the uh, mezzanine level of uh, Lassiter's as well. So I suppose it is three times he's, he's taken a tumble. But that's different, though. If one wasn't really a push, if one was falling and one was a push, that technically isn't the same thing, I think. Oh, all right, all right, then we'll let you get away with that one. <laughs> well, we'll do that. So now that you have all, the whole gang from Neighbors has, has come across ponds and lakes and rivers and streams and whatever to get to us in the in the U.S., I want to find out, what do you know about U.S. soaps? Are you up on any of them at all? Uh, no, not really. I, I'm, and don't take this the wrong way. I don't watch soaps. I never have. And it's not because I think they're bad. It's, it's the opposite. I think they're brilliant things. You know, there's, there's a huge demand for them around the world, and they're, they're, they fill a fantastic spot. Um, but I just, I've, I've always been scared to watch something that I'm, I'm going to get uh, tangled up in and have to watch uh, the next day and the next day and the next day, simply because I never know where I'm going to be the next day or the next day. So, And I know that's a cop-out because these days it's very easy to record stuff and download and catch up TV and all of that, but I just, it's just a pattern I've developed. I, I don't. I normally watch movies or uh, or uh, some, you know something that uh, I, I don't have to get tangled up in. No, but that's a, it's a good point though. When you talk about broadcast television, certainly now it's easier to watch episodes of anything than ever before. But on TV, three years is a substantial accomplishment. So Neighbors is going to turn thirty in two thousand fifteen. That's a really long time. What do you attribute this longevity to? Um, I think it goes right back to the very beginning. Navis was the first show in Australia, and uh, and then it, it gained this, uh, enormous popularity over in Europe and UK because of the same reason. And that is, it was just it, it, whereas most soaps are sort of quite dramatic, and there's a lot of doom and gloom happening, and drama, and people dying left, right, and centre, and passionate love affairs going on, and murder and mayhem. Um, Neighbours didn't go down that route. It was it was when I say lighthearted. It was it was a it was a sort of a, a, a nice light-hearted approach to life on a street, 
Um, and it was, you know, it it, uh, it provided something which they didn't have a lot of over in the UK, and that was sunshine and and uh, and beaches and bikini-clad uh, teenagers and uh, and just you know sort of a, a more of a light-hearted look. In saying that, though, we did we attacked moral issues, and there was the drama and there was the mayhem, but it, nowhere near as much as what there was in another one. And I think so. What what it did was when there was drama, it was interspersed with light-heartedness and or comedy. So the audience was given a roller coaster of, uh, of emotion and entertainment through each episode as opposed to just uh, sort of, you know, after finishing an episode, you felt like going and slashing your wrist. It was, you, you kind of felt good after an episode, even if there was a cliffhanger. Um, and I think that's basically that, that recipe has carried through. It sort of went off the track a few times over those 30 years, um, but it's managed to get back on track. The, the, the absolute reason as to why it's a, a, a the success it has been over the years, I don't know the answer to that. If I did, I wouldn't be talking to you. I'd be sitting on my boat in the Bahamas. <laughs> I actually said it doesn't sound like a bad thing either. So, But, you know, with that, things that you could have been doing, uh, for folks who are watching and they're just getting into Neighbours, it may be surprising for U.S. viewers to realize that you weren't originally trying out for the role of Paul. You had tried out for another role. So how did it all come about yeah. that you ended up to being in a role that, I mean, it's iconic now? Oh, it was really weird because, uh, to be honest with you, and again, because I don't watch soaps, and way back, you know, we're talking, as I say, 30 years ago, and I was, I had a different mindset as a young actor back then, and my attitude was, oh, I, I'm not going to do soaps because that'll ruin your career, and I, I want to do film and, and stage plays and serious theatre and all of this, and, and uh, so I was quite adamant that I didn't want to do a soap, and when this one came up, my agent said, look, you You've been uh, you've been called in for a, a casting for this soap, and at the time I was actually up for a film, which I was quite um, assured that I was going to get the part in that. Um, and and if that if I didn't get the film, there was a stage play that I was up for as well. And I thought, well, if if I don't get the film, at least I'll get the stage play. And in the meantime, as I say, my agent said, look, you, you've been uh, you've got to go in for a casting for this this uh, new soap and I said oh what's it called and she said neighbours and I went oh god how corny is that That's, that really sounds great typical and uh, and I said I really don't want to do it and she said look go in for the casting anyway and I, it was really good because the casting person I happened to know not that there was no nepotism going on but it, I just I was immediately, rela uh, immediately relaxed because I knew uh, Jan Russ who was the casting director at the time um, so I went in and, and I read for the part I think I originally read for the part of Shane, Shane Ramsey, um, and I read the part and did the audition and didn't think any more of it because I was still uh, gung-ho, I was still determined to get this film, and my agent rang me a couple of days later and said, they, 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 there's a callback, they want you to come back and, and read again, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, so I went back in, and this time I read for the part of Des Clark, and I thought, oh, I, I, I don't obviously didn't like me uh, in the part of Shane, so then now reading for the part of Des Clark, and I read that. And um, and a couple of days went by, and I kept pestering my agent, saying, "What's happening with the film? What's happening with the film?" And she said, "Oh, they still haven't made a decision." And so, uh, and and she said, "Look, but the neighbours have said that they want you. They they're actually happy with you, and they want you to start on the show." And I was, "Oh no, I'd look, I want to do the film." And and she said, "Look." Why don't you just do this? She said, it could be good for you. And I said, oh, all right, look, I'll do it for three months. And she said, no, 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 they want you for six months. And I said, oh, all right, it'll probably only last about six months anyway. So, okay, I'll do it for six months. Um, and and she said, fine, so we, uh, we agreed to do it. And then my first block of scripts arrived in the post. And... Um, 
and I got these scripts with Paul on it, and I'm going, who the hell's Paul? <laughs> I had no idea. And, and I guess the rest is history. Here I am nearly 30 years later playing Paul Robinson. I guess with that, the question becomes, in real life, you know, we can put on the news or we can go on the Internet and we can see all of these villains or all of these bad guys that nobody likes, everybody hates. But for some reason on soaps, mm. everybody loves the villain. What, Love. Why is it so much fun to play a villain? Uh, it just is. I mean, there was one one time, and it, it actually got quite ridiculous uh, when uh, when I came back after I'd been away for the twelve years. I came back, and they decided to revive the character of Paul, and uh, well, not revive him, but you know, bring him back. And well, that is revive, isn't it? And um, <laughs> and he said, and he said, uh, and they 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 gave me almost carte blanche to do whatever I wanted. When I said do whatever I wanted, obviously I had a script and I had to work with that. But I was able to mould the character into this, I used to call it the deliciously evil years of Paul because he just got away with everything and anything. He womanised, he was loaded. I mean, he was unbelievably rich at this time. I mean, he's still very wealthy, but at this particular point he had a stupid amount of money. And so he could do anything and say anything and be anything he wanted. And, uh, and it was just unbelievable fun to play because he was he was nasty and cynical and sarcastic and he would just walk over everybody and people used to stop me in the street going, oh, I love Paul, isn't he great? I think you're mad. And it's like women used to come up and go, oh, I love Paul. He's like, and I think, he's an asshole and, he, and he, he treats women so badly. Why do you like him? They're like, oh, he's so sexy. I think, oh, okay. But yeah, it is weird, isn't it? As you say, you know, real life villains are, are horrible, but for some reason, the, the make believe ones are just, uh, they're great fun. My thanks to Jenna and Stefan for talking to us about Neighbors. There is more that we talked to them about that didn't make it into this week's show because of time constraints. So keep an eye on SoapCentralLive.com. We'll have the complete interviews for you there so you can listen to more of what we talked about. And while you're surfing the internet, be sure to go to Hulu and watch Neighbors available for the very first time in the U.S. And it'll be a lot of fun to go and watch. And you can even compare what the soaps around the world are all about. But we are coming back to the United States. Technically, I've never left. I've been here the whole time. It's everyone else who's not been here in the U.S. But we're coming back. We're going to Salem, USA in the next half of the show when we welcome Guy Wilson from Days of Our Lives. Stay tuned. Soap Central Live will be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, 
All My Children, or any of the other soaps. SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the second half of this week's show. My next guest is making his long-awaited debut here on Soap Central Live. It's been oh, just about eight months or so since Guy Wilson's first appearance in the groundbreaking role of Will Horton on NBC's Days of Our Lives. And today, we're going to learn a little bit more about him, give you the chance to call in and chat with him for a bit. But first, let's bring him on. Guy, welcome to Soap Central Live. Uh, hey there, Dan. I am uh, beyond thrilled to be here. Thank you. Uh, people are beyond thrilled to finally have you here. I've seen them, as I was telling you before we came back on air. They're on their Twitter machines. They're on the Facebook. They're all over the place. They're very excited. So I, I kind of don't want to delay this any longer. I want to say we just jump right into it. I, I am, I'm all about the immediacy. Let's do it. All right. So let's just go back in time a little bit. What has the last eight months been like for you? Oh man, oh, such an expansive question. The last eight months, um, they've been a lot. I, I really feel like, you know, in the last eight months, I mean, you know, certainly on, on the surface, the obvious thing is, you know, I've gotten this job and I've gotten to jump into it. Um, but when I really, you know, try to get deep and reflective, I, I really see, you know, the value with which I've found in the relationships with the other actors from, you know, from the days, family that I've, uh, that I've come to develop. And, you know, it's like I've had so much fun playing, you know, this role, you know, Will Horton and, and taking over this, this character from, you know, you know, you know, Chandler Massey, who did such an amazing and just, mm-hmm. just really remarkable job of bringing him to life. And so to be able to continue that torch and, uh, you know, continue carrying that torch and to connect with these other actors who are, um, you know, so amazing and, and supportive, it's, it's been... God, you know, I don't want to sound like, you know, cliche, but it's just been, it's really, been really magical. It's been uh, an amazing experience for me just as an individual, but, you know, and then, of course, as, as an actor, um, being able to, to just play with such talented people. Well, if you thought the first question was hard, the second one, Guy, may be just as hard. Or, you know, maybe it's, it's easier. It's, it's something completely different. Since this is your first appearance on the show, we need to do our little speed dating, get-to-know-you session. So, in <laughs> 60 seconds or less, yes. tell people who are listening everything that they need to know about Will Horton. About Will Horton. Okay, so... Will is Sammy Brady's son. And so with that comes a lot of amazing things and a lot of challenging things. So um, one thing that's really come to pass, and and, and, and this really um, relates to a lot of the storyline that's been airing, you know, recently up until, you know, up through today, is Will, um, you know, being Sammy's son, he's he's kind of a lightning rod for drama. And I don't mean that in a bad way, um, because Will is one of the most tender, compassionate characters 
you know, and this is in my, you know, in Guy Wilson, my opinion mm-hmm. of all the characters on the show, he's incredibly tender and compassionate, and yet um, he is somehow always at the middle of these, you know, very, um, these very sort of passionate conflicts, these really sort of passionate, intimate conflicts, whether it's with, you know, uh, with Sonny, you know, played by Freddie Smith, or, or, um, or with his mother. And so, you know, because of, because of that, because he is, you know, very much, you know, Sammy's son, he is, his emotions, his heart, they're always on his sleeve. And people either, you know, the characters of Salem, they either love that or they hate that. And, and, and I really felt like in these last couple of months, you know, Will Horton has come of age in terms of finding his niche, you know, in his profession as a writer, you know, as an investigator. And, you know, as we all know, as we've been watching, it's really uh, affected almost everybody. I, I can't think of anyone who hasn't been affected uh, by Will's actions, you know, writing this story and, and exploring um, and exposing, you know, this, uh, this illicit affair between um, Abigail and EJ. And so, He's he's a, he's a he's such a kind-hearted soul, and yet it's almost like he's been you know marked by lightning. You know, it's like he, it's everything he does in some way has a resounding effect on on his loved ones. And and again, it's it's a blessing and a curse. I think that was a little more than sixty seconds, but we'll let it slide because again, it's sure. it's our our first encounter of getting to know you and your characters. So we have some folks Got on it. the line. We're going to get to Kay and Sarah in just a second, but before then, uh, my grandmother, we call her Nana. She finds a way to insinuate herself into every show, typically somewhere along the line. So she had a question. <laughs> I believe it's for your character. Uh, okay, or, it's definitely for your character. My Nana wants okay. to know why is your mother such a brat? That's from Nana. <laughs> what is my mother? Um, oh, why is she such a brat? She, um, Sammy Brady um, is a ah, brat. I love, I love that term for her. She's, first of all, okay, so answering as Will Horton, um, Sammy's not so much a brat as someone who is a natural-born fighter. And, and, and that's a quality to a fault. And, you know, because she is never afraid to back down, um, she'll go to war with anybody. And, uh, you know, in a lot of ways she comes off as a brat. You know, now, again, this is speaking, you know, as Will Horn, and also, you know, as, as Guy Wilson, she's, in my opinion, I think she's an incredibly strong character. And that's not to say she's always lovable, and that's not to say she's always gentle. <laughs> but because she is so strong-headed and so passionate about her beliefs, inevitably she's going to upset some people. And so, you know, I don't know that she's a brat. She's just very, uh, very, very committed to her opinions. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. Someone else who's very committed to their opinions, Vanessa over in the UK, wanted me to pass along a hello from her and everyone across the pond. She wasn't able to call in. And certainly, you know, there are other folks around the world listening, but we want to get to some that are a little closer to home. We have Kay in Ohio on the line. Kay, welcome to Soap hey, Central Kay. Live. Hi. Hi, Kay. How are you doing? Real good. What's um, your question? I want, yeah, I wanted to ask you, um, are they ever going to show uh, Ariana, um, like with Will and Sonny, actually doing something? Because all she ever does is sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the answer to that is is uh, is yes. You know, it's 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 um it's kind of, it's, it's an interesting situation because you know it's, I came on the show 
um, you know, about a year ago. And when I first came on, you know, those, those first few scenes that I was in with Ariana was during her christening. And, you know, she was, you know, really, you know, an, an infant. And um, she's been growing up now, you know, so quickly that, uh, you know, as, as part, you know, because of that, we've kind of had to, um, you know, just sort of like, you know, be respectful of, of that of that process, you know, just, just um, you know, we can't, you know, she's such an amazing actress, but we can't demand too much. But the answer is yes, we will be getting a lot more from her. And, you know, the, the, the two twins who portray, you know, Ariana, they're, phenomenal even in their their infancy and um it's, yeah, it's so been really hard interactive you know. with you guys exactly and it's been really heartwarming and there are some episodes you know that uh, where they really um it's it's really sort of humbling uh you know to, to be a part of these scenes with these these wonderful beautiful children who um almost seem more dropped in and more connected in the scene than anyone else and so the answer is yes there will be some more stuff coming up with uh, with with ariana uh, you know, in, in, in which, you know, she will be, um, you know, far more, uh, you know, you know, far, far more of a, of an, of an effective, uh, presence and rather, you know, just sleeping or being in the stroller and stuff. So it's, it's been exciting to see her grow up and uh, to be a part of that. Thank you for your call, Kay. While we're talking about wonderful performers on Days of Our Lives, Guy, let's also talk about uh, this collective gang of Ari Zucker, Cassie DePaiva, Kate Manzi, Rob Wilson, Sean Christian, Chriselle Staus. All of you have descended upon Las Vegas for a fan event. That sounds all shades of amazing. <laughs> and that is, you know, quite possibly the understatement of the century. Yes, um, we all just, uh, we're all sort of flying in today at, at various times. I got in just a couple hours ago and, uh, and, you know, beyond thrilled that, uh, you know, I get, you know, I got to get in, check in, settle in, and now I get to talk to, uh, you know, to talk to you and just jump straight into, uh, the world of Salem. And, you know, I know, you know, tonight we're all just kind of take it easy and hang out and, and get some dinner. And then tomorrow it's going to be like Disneyland. We get to, uh, we get to really sort of, you know, connect with the, with, uh, with, with the people who, who follow us. Earlier when we were talking, you gave us the 90-second breakdown, we'll say, of All About Will. <laughs> I'm curious, sure. something that I noted you know, back when we found out that you were going to be joining the cast of Days, the smushed couple, Will, Sonny, it's Wilson, last name, Wilson. Any sort of, yeah. did you take that as a sign? Was it kismet? <clears throat> Was it fate? Did you, you know, not really think about it? Let's talk. Well, sure, yes, let's. I, um, you know, my, my, I personally believe that, you know, you know, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, when I ended up, you know, when I had the good fortune, you know, to have the opportunity, you know, to audition for this role and, and then to eventually come on to the show, you know, for, you know, Wilson, look, it's, it's, it's not an uncommon name, but that's it. To me personally, I derived a lot of um, significance in that. And, um, and, and it really made it that much more sacred, you know, for me. I know it's, you know, it's only a name that said, the fact that I've been able to dedicate, you know, the last year of my life as a performer, you know, to a, to a storyline, um, which, you know, shares, you know, my surname, it's, it's been the, the, the importance or, you know, call it the, the importance, the poetry, it has not been lost on me. And, um, I think it's awesome. It's something that I don't take for granted. And it's just sort of a daily reminder to me of how you know, blessed I am to be in this position. I want to segue into a question that I have, but first on Twitter, I believe it's Up Asana Ten wants to know. Yes, I love Up Asana. She's she's she is a dear friend of mine. Let's what is what would Up Asana like to hear? 
would like to know, how do you prepare yourself for the infamous soap opera love scene? How do you prepare for the love scenes? It's, um, it's, that was, it's for me, you know, coming on the show um, and, and doing these, you know, you know, joining the storyline with Freddie Smith, who portrays Sonny, it's, you know, the, the one thing that's, that Freddie and I really connected on and agreed on right away is that, you know, the storyline between Will and Sonny, it's a love story, first and foremost. And, you know, we both feel very strongly that love, it has no borders, you know, no, it, it, there's no difference. It, love is love. And so as far as these love scenes, you know, because we both, you know, prepare these scenes and come at them from a, you know, from a point of origin that revolves around love, it's not really any different from any other sort of love scene, you know, it's, because uh, if we're both dropped, you know, dropped into the scene as we actors say, you know, if we're dropped in, if we're grounded and present with each other, then the story sort of, you know, guides us. And we really don't have to, um, you know, psych ourselves up to anything or do any mind tricks or anything like that. It's just sort of natural. And, and the other thing too that I'm, I feel very grateful for is the fact that Freddie Smith and I have been able to connect on a, on a very personal level outside of the show. You know, certainly on set, we spend so much time together, but, um, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, we're kindred spirits, and it's, you know, that, the importance of our friendship, you know, on set and off the set, it's, it, it's very valuable to me, and it's, it's valuable to me that we share these important scenes together. And so, as far as preparation, you know, it's, you know, it's like, you know, sometimes, you know, we'll tell each other a couple jokes just to stay loose, and then we'll get up there and just kind of, you know, just follow the writing. I think our, our writers have done an amazing job of um, sort of guiding this, this relationship between Will and Sonny and, into a very, very real, uh, a very real place that I think is very reflective of you know, what love looks like in the real world. And so, yes, we're actors, but it's by and large, you know, I never really feel like I'm, you know, acting with Freddie Smith because we are so just kind of, you know, connected on a, on a personal level. It is really sort of... I. I, I hope and I, and I feel like it really translates on screen. Oh, it, it definitely does. And something else that I've noticed from watching on, on Twitter and things, something else that connects really well is your relationship with the fans. So I want to bring in another caller who has been waiting patiently and even called in, I think, an hour before the show by accident. We have Sarah in Virginia. Sarah, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hello. Hello. Hey, hi, Sarah. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm doing great. It's great to hear your voice. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah. So I would like to know how is how is um family that big fight thing was funny, and I kind of miss that um thing with you and Marlena. We haven't seen them a lot together lately. So say, say that again. You said you said between you were talking about Sonny and and Will, and then you also mentioned Marlene. Could, could you say that one more time? One more time, Sarah. What was the question? About the big fight scene between you and Sonny. Uh huh. And then I also missed those scenes with with you and Marlena. And we haven't seen them on screen a lot lately. And you're talking about Will and Marlena, or 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 Will and Sonny together? Will and Marlena, uh, I think she was saying. Will and Marlena, yeah. You know, it's it's you know you know you know so often you know the the characters you know like in terms of how they you know physically cross paths with each other you know that that varies. But you know when I I remember reading those scenes before we shot them, and I remember thinking like you know when I saw that Will went to Marlena and had these really emotionally charged scenes with Marlena. I remember feeling like, yes, like this is 
what I would like for Will to do because Marlena, you know, it was so, so much an integral and supportive part of, of Will's, you know, coming of age storyline and coming, coming out about who he was. Um, for him, you know, to be in the presence of Marlena following this really, you know, very painful argument and this very painful fight with, uh, with Sonny, it, it felt right to me. It felt like that's truly what, you know, Will should be doing. And, and it was interesting because the way it was written, it's not that there was a lot of resolution right away. And so I, I like that, too. As an actor, I like that because I think, again, that's very reflective of of reality, of true life. You know, so often we, we flee to the arms. Again, this is my opinion. We flee to the arms of the people we love. And, and, and despite that, we're not really, you know, receptive to their, uh, to their advice. And so whereas Will's instincts were spot on, you know, by, by being there with Marlena, it's, he's still, you know, so proud and headstrong that, um, you know, there, there was no immediate resolution. And, 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 and I really like that Marlena's kind of been brought into this, uh, this storyline that's currently airing. I, I think it really, uh, you know, serves, you know, the overall arc of, of, um, of how things have played out. Well, I want to piggyback off of that. And certainly I want to thank Sarah for her call. Uh, something you, that I'm thinking about is, you know, I've, covered soaps for, I guess it's the entire internet age, for 20 years now. And for me, I've watched the progression of how gay characters have been portrayed on soaps. And while yeah. we certainly have to note the history, the, the first time that two men were married on a soap, and that will you know never be taken away. For me, I think it's a bigger uh, sort of uh, groundbreaking and milestone to see that Sonny and Will are having their problems just like any married couple and they don't appear to be immune and they appear to be sort of you know just the same as everybody else that's kind of a big deal in 2014 yeah i completely agree and and this is where and, and i'm really I, I love that we're talking about this dan because i think um i think one aspect you know well many aspects but but in particular you know as far as will and sonny are concerned i feel like the writers and the producers for days have just done a magnificent job of, um, you know, allowing, you know, us, the actors to, you know, to, to, to portray a story that is in so many ways reflective of real life and, and real life in the sense that, you know, there's no, there's no need to make a distinction between, you know, gay or straight, you know, because the bottom line is love is love and a relationship is a relationship. And whether you're in Salem or you're in the real life, speed bumps come up, you know, um, there are always going to be, uh, there's always going to be conflict, and and I love how I mean personally, you know, the wedding episode, you know, between Will and Sonny is something that I will cherish mm-hmm. as an individual for the rest of my life. You know, to have had the privilege to participate in that, and to always be able to look upon that, you know, that is, I, I just know without you know without any doubt that that will be you know one of the hallmarks of my you know my career as, as a performer. And now to have had that moment then, and then now going forward to continue to participate as an actor in a relationship that really reflects, you know, the realities of, you know, what love looks like. And, and love, you know, again, my opinion, I think it's a very messy thing. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, but it's, it's also messy. And um, I think with where Will and Sonny are right now, and when you think about that with, you know, in, in, in comparison to where they were when they got married, it's, that's life. And, and I really deeply appreciate that, you know, we as actors, Freddie Smith and I, are, are given the opportunity to truly um, explore, you know, the, the, the dirty depths of what it means to be in love. It's, it's never easy. And, uh, I, I feel, I just feel grateful. It's fun. It's just so much 
fun to be able to, to come to work and act with excellent material, with material that really reflects what true love is like. I think that's completely true. I'm looking at the clock. We only have about four minutes, so we have to sort of speed through, unfortunately, the last couple of questions. But okay. with that said, uh, the door is open. You can return any time that you'd like and you know, take up as much show as you want. But I know that you're a sports fan. You tweeted a photo yeah. that you could watch Sports Center in the bathroom in Las Vegas. That's amazing. So make, <laughs> make some predictions. Uh, the Giants are... Uh, last I checked, they're in the race for the wild card, National League wild card spot. Do you think they'll get it? Will they get in, or will they, you know, falter at the end and not make the, the playoffs? Wait no, I really think. Uh, okay, so, so so talking real quick, I think that the Giants. I as much as I would love to say that they will pass the Dodgers, I don't think they will. I think they will finish as one of the top two wild card teams. And at that point, I'd say fifty fifty. They'll probably uh, face off against the Cardinals or the Brewers. And I really. I really, uh, I am, I am very cautiously hopeful that they'll advance into the playoffs. I, uh, it, it really just comes down to the consistency of their offense. But it's an exciting. All I can ask for in August and September is just a reason to watch baseball, and so I've got that. That's all I need. And if you don't have that, there's always the 49ers. What do you think at the end of the season? What are the uh, the 49ers? What's the record going to be? I, I'm going to go ahead and project um, 11 and five. And as much as I'd like to believe they'll go 14 and two, I think that you know because of there there are a few holes in our defense, and you know Kaepernick is kind of always kind of going through some sort of growing pains with the offense. We will uh, get into the playoffs again. I think as a wild card team again. As much as I hate to say it, we'll be behind the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> that said, once we get into the postseason, it's anybody's game. And I think John Harbaugh has proven that we are a. Uh, a postseason powerhouse, and I would not be surprised to see a Seattle-San Francisco rematch in the NFC Conference Championship. Okay, you heard it here first. We're writing it down. We're sealing it in an envelope and filing it away. Ed, quickly, one last thing. Uh, the Midnight Game was released last month on DVD, and it looks like your character is the one who causes everything. All of the trouble suggests that, you know, maybe it's midnight. Maybe we should play some sort of uh, game with a pagan ritual, and, you know, if it weren't for you, the whole movie wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> the plot. Pretty much. It, it's so funny. It's kind of like uh, art imitating life. You know, uh, my, the character I portray, Shane, he uh, really sort of instigates this, this, this terrible event. And it's, when I was listening to you describe it, I was thinking like, oh, that's what Will Horton would do is, uh, you, know, uh, you know, in an effort to stir up some adventure, things just go horribly wrong. And so, yes, my character is pretty much to blame for, uh, you know, a bloodbath. That's it. It's a, fun, it's a fun movie. And I really appreciate your bringing it up. Thank you. And we are also, for folks who are listening, they can uh, follow at Soap Central on Twitter. And we are just about, as soon as I track it down here, we're going to post the link so they can go and find it. It's available on streaming. You can download, you can get a DVD, you can do all sorts of other things. But, Guy, in about the minute that we have left, I want to let you give a, a message to your fans and let them know, you know what your, their support means to you. Um, thank you for that. Yes. Okay. So in a minute, you know, I, I had an amazing, uh, an amazing conversation with, uh, with, uh, you know, one of the editors over at Soap Opera Digest, Digest this week regarding the fact that I've been on days for a year. And, and he asked a lot of uh, questions, you know, you know, for me to reflect upon what this year has been like. And the bottom line and what every answer kept coming back to was how amazing and compassionate the fans have been in welcoming me. And, and, I, and I realized I came into a situation and, and was able to take over, you know, a character who has been so important to so many people. And the fact that I was shown such graciousness by the fans, it, it warms my heart to no end. And, you know, the experience I've had in the last year 
on days, you know, with the actors and with the fans has really, you know, it, it really, and, and, and no BS, it's really sort of, you know, shaped my adult, adult life. And I'm so grateful and, and grateful that I get to talk to you and, and connect with these fans. And I, you know, again, I'm just, uh, it's, it's just so awesome. I'm here in Vegas talking to you like my life is a dream and I'm so happy. Well, it has been a dream to finally have you on the show. As I said, <laughs> please come back anytime you would like. And for folks out there, of course, remember that you can catch Guy Wilson and the rest of the Days of Our Lives gang weekdays on NBC. Check your local listings for the time and channel in your area. Guy, thank you so much for taking some time out of your Vegasing to be here with us today. Oh, my pleasure. The highlight of my day. Thank you so much for having me. All right, gang, we are out of time. They are counting down. I see clocks and bells and whistles and flashing lights, so I'm going to thank you for tuning in, thank my guest, and welcome everybody back here again, hopefully next week, next Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, for another edition of Soap Central Live. Have a great week, everybody. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.